Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation, and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity, and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Hebrews chapter 11. We want to read from verse 27 to 29. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Through faith, he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, which the Egyptians, are saying to do, were drowned. Praise the Lord. We are considering raw faith, part two. Last time we met, we considered raw faith, part one, and we learned that people can lose the seed of their radical faith over time, especially when we start accumulating years of experience in our work here on earth. But raw faith is necessary for some radical testimonies. And it is very clear that Jesus even said that the faith of many shall wax cold in the last days. That is to say that a lot of people who have faith now are not guaranteed of the purity of their faith as time goes on. That there is a likelihood for faith to be diluted so that it loses its pure content and potency to cause the things that originally it was designed to bring to pass. And mostly, when people grow in their work with God, two things could happen. Either you increase in faith or you stagnate in faith. And nothing is so bad in the spirit realm as one who has stagnated in their work of faith. Because there is a way your mind tells you you have faith and that faith is incapable of sustaining you in the level that you find yourself because that faith is a milk baby faith that cannot handle the bony matured level that God expects you to be operating in. And so from time to time, we have to 
do like the corporate bodies do, refresh our courses and uh, refresh ourselves, spiritually replenish our faith and make sure that faith has returned to the level that it is supposed to be. Praise the Lord. When faith starts suffering, testimony starts shutting down. And so in many cases, your complaint really should be for you to make an adjustment to allow your faith to blossom. Not that God is not working. God is always working. The power of God is always ready to work. But most of the time, people are not ready in terms of faith to receive what God wants to give us. If you are here, say praise the Lord. So Jesus clearly said, the love of many shall was cold, faith of many shall be lost, and they that endure to the end shall be saved. So there is also a possibility to maintain your faith in a progressive manner, enduring to the end. And that endurance to the end, it was making reference to people who will be still holding on to the profession of their faith, even in adverse situations. And like we have said over and over here, when people go through challenging moments, one of the areas Satan seeks to attack is the area of their faith. Are you here? Jesus prayed for Peter. He said, Peter, Satan has sought to sift you, but I have prayed for you, and when you are recovered, strengthen the faith of your brothers. The trial of your faith is like a precious gold in fire. So when you are undergoing situations or circumstances that are not in line with your positive expectation, one of the things Satan seeks to do is to take away your faith from you. And so mostly that is why when we are encountering things, we abandon our faith. Mostly we abandon our faith and we still feel like God should do something. It is dangerous when you have abandoned your faith and still be expecting something positive to be happening. I don't know. It's like you have stopped breathing and you are not expecting to fall down and to collapse. Tell somebody, don't abandon your faith. Your faith is your greatest weapon after your redemption. That's why the Bible talks about to faith add. To faith what add? To faith add hard work. To faith add love. To faith, add virtue. To faith, add diligence. Add this. Add this. All of that after your redemption, that's your love and trust in God. What you are given is the faith that a child of God must be operating with and you must be adding to your faith. Praise the Lord. That is, God does not expect you to just operate with the raw capital of the faith you received at the beginning of your conversion. He expects you to be adding. And, 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 and watch this, that the adding to your faith 
It's not a responsibility of God. It's your personal responsibility to faith, add to faith, add. Tell somebody, add. And tell them that addition to faith is your personal responsibility. So some people have not added to their faith. And you see, the first thing you even add to your faith is faith itself. That's why the Bible talks about the fact that we move from what? Faith to what? Faith. So when you are adding faith to your faith, you move from one level to another level of faith. Then you can expand. So you do breadth and length, length and breadth, or you can do vertical and horizontal. So when you are adding to faith, you are going vertical. You are getting closer, closer and closer to God and the power of God. And when you are adding virtue to faith, you are going horizontal. You are being more fruitful here on earth. Are you, are you following? Yeah. And then adding to faith, hard work gives you the capacity to be able to to be fruitful here on earth. That's before you start a business, make sure that faith is on ground. And you are adding that business on top of faith. So don't start that thing if you cannot put it on your faith. Anything your faith is not carrying will collapse. If it is not on the head of your faith, get ready for a major tumble. So some people start things and it has, not, it has not been informed by their faith. And because of that, they easily get scattered. But if you add to faith, the relationship added to your faith. That's why if you have not settled the matter of your faith, you are not even, you are unable to see clearly the kind of relationship you should engage. Hey. That's why sometimes it feels like Break every protocol that you even know stands between you and where you are going because it's only when you bypass faith that you try to bypass everything God wants you not to bypass. But when you put that relationship on faith, you see that faith will be measuring that relationship for you. It will be measuring that business for you. Are you following here? So things might be looking some way, but faith is still giving you a vision because faith sees differently from what every other thing, every, everything else sees. So add to faith. Add to what? That faith should be there and then you'll be adding to it. It's powerful. It's powerful. People who do not have the revelation of adding to faith, they add to themselves. And when yourself is what is sustaining your project, it will go as far as your ability will permit. Because faith gives you an expanded capacity that uses God's ability to operate in your humanity. So without faith, you are left to yourself and yourself is going nowhere. Hey, is it too complex? You people are too deep now. What am I even talking here? I'm even joking here. It's like I'm joking. All this what I'm saying is like I'm joking. These people are very deep people. Tell somebody how to faith. That is the simplest equation we are talking about tonight. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Can you talk to someone again? Tell somebody add to faith. Everything you want to do. Add to faith. 
So what kind of faith should you be adding to? Raw faith. Raw. If you add whatever thing you want to add, relationship, your work, your business, your career, to a synthetic faith, the result will be synthetic. If the faith is not pure, the result cannot be pure. Simple biblical principle. If the faith is quality, it will turn out a quality result. Isn't that a simple equation? So you see that some people try to do things and they are actually running on adrenaline and they are mistaking that for faith. And that's why they get deflated. Mimpene, mimpene, mimpene is not faith. Faith must be informed by the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by what? The word of God. Either you are informed by a rema you have caught from studying the word of God or a new light God is throwing to you which still has a foundation of the word of God but is from the voice of the Lord. And that's what we are going to spend time this evening to try to discuss. Is it going to be powerful? So we read in Hebrews chapter 11 and from verse 27 he's talking about Brother Moses, and it says, by faith, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is what? Invisible. He endured as seeing him who is invisible. Praise the Lord. Then verse 28 says something very powerful. About the communion. Through faith, he kept the Passover. And the sprinkling of blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. And then 29. It says that when you are operating with raw faith, by faith they pass through the Red Sea as by dry land. Which the Egyptians are saying, that word are saying there is trying. You can just put a synonym there to be nice. Are saying to do. Where what? Drown. Hey. Attempting <laughs> to do. We're drowned. So here, the raw faith we are talking about is your original conviction in God. To do what God has called you to do and to make decisions based on the voice of God. Without any fear for any man, any system, or any negative outcome. It's a raw faith. And teaching this is necessary because... Many people who are on an assignment for God to change your generation and be a blessing to your family have been grounded because you're operating with something different from raw faith. And anybody who has ever achieved any powerful thing here on earth was a man of pure faith. And pure faith is raw faith. That's why many people in their generation don't understand them. 
Because raw faith is, is not to be understood by everyone. Are you following now? When you have raw faith, sometimes you are not understood by majority of the people around you. It comes from a place of encounter with God, encounter with the word of God, and it's very powerful. So Moses, the Bible said, in Egypt, give me 27, was a very powerful guy. He forsook Egypt, you see? And uh, even if we take it from verse 29, because I, I just want to preach from forward to back. So in 29, it says, by faith they passed through the Red Sea. That's, they saw an obstacle, and raw faith told them that that thing is a road. This sea you are seeing is a highway. Tell somebody, see the sea as a highway. <laughs> they saw the sea as a highway because of faith. Bible is clear. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by dry ground. What makes men jump over obstacles, go through obstacles unscathed, is called raw faith. Now, without raw faith, you'll be retreating all day long. Without raw faith, barriers will speak to you. Without raw faith, you see people crying and nobody has beaten them. What has beaten them is a barrier inside their head. Telling them that, that's it. Life has come to an end. That's why people commit suicide. Life has come to an end. You are finished. There is no hope. Because you can't see beyond the obstacle. You can't see beyond the wall. Are you following at all? I'm saying that having a speedboat without faith means you are going nowhere. And somebody having faith, even if he doesn't have a speedboat... He knows he's already at the back of the, of the water. Are you here at all? It is not what you have physically. It's what you have spiritually. If you have this spiritual thing called raw faith, you see you pass through the water as by a dry ground. That's, the water was still there. It was not absent. But they, they saw a dry ground. They just walk through the water. Malakutasaya. Shata Libradiga. And most of the time, when the waters will be parted for the people of God, like the Jordan in Joshua chapter 3 to 5, and all of that, God will tell them, instruct them that the water is here. Put your feet in the water. That is, the water didn't open before they put their feet. It was the putting of their feet in the water. That started the parting of the water. But most of us won't even try. It takes faith to put your feet in a water that has never opened in any history before. That God says that raw faith starts before he sees the miracle. Raw faith doesn't wait for the miracle before it initiates the process of the movement. I don't know if God is talking to somebody here. Put your feet. Let the Levites put their feet in the water. 
And God said, today I will begin to elevate you. Raw faith. God told Moses that, you see this resi you are seeing there? Where is your rod? Stretch your rod and something will happen. Raw faith is, is always going to call for God to make a demand on you. To do something so that you will see what he will do. Are you here? And most of the time, we are waiting for God to do something. To show us a sign. Show me a sign. Show me a sign. God, do something. Do something so that I will be bold. No. God wants raw faith. Parasu nakita labaya. I'm saying that God wants raw faith to take the steps. Then you will see what the Lord would. Are you following here at all? Very powerful. So he said, by faith, raw. They went through the rest as by a dry land. So it tells you that when you have raw faith, you are not ordinary. When you have raw faith, I wish, I, 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 maybe I'm going to dwell on this and then we'll take it gradually. When you have raw faith, immediately you recognize that you need to be operating with pure faith. You lose in the spirit your normal self. You lose your humanity and you put on yourself your supernatural nature. Hey. Raw faith. How is it possible for slaves to go through the resi? Resi that was an encapsulation of the powers of Egypt. That's the powers of Egypt were seated in their water. And so these people did not only come into confrontation or they did not only were not confronted just by water, they were confronted by spirits. Or at least history of some powerful marine stuff. And yet, they went through like a dry land. That means that when you are operating with raw, raw faith, something must change in your mind. Something must change in your heart. And that is what God is trying to impart onto you right now. That You have to know that I have Christ, I have the Holy Ghost, and I am not normal. Why? Because I have faith. You are not waiting for something super fantastic to happen with you, something spectacular to happen with you for you to come to that recognition that I am supernatural. You ought to recognize that you are supernatural before the supernatural can start acting around you. Ask somebody, do you know you are supernatural? I can't hear you. Can you ask them again? And tell them that embracing your supernatural nature 
is the beginning of miracles by faith. People don't know that when I'm, I'm supernatural, when I speak, things will happen. People have not recognized that until so many are So, and because most of the time, you don't live your life in that realm. You live your life on a normal level. It would take intentionality of faith to school yourself that even on a regular playful mode, I have, I have, I know that I'm supernatural. I'm not ordinary. When I'm hugging someone, I don't think I'm normal. Hugging is a normal something, right? Hello. Maybe for a lot of people, it's for emotional comfort. But the woman with the issue of blood saw that Jesus is a supernatural being. So she didn't see the touching of the hem of the garment as a normal something. In fact, it was a major faith project from her house. If I may but touch the hem of his garment, that was a major project of her faith right from the house before she got to the church. So when you believe that you are supernatural, when you are shaking people at, at your workplace, hello, how are you? In your mind, you know something is happening to them. When you are talking to people, in your mind, you know something is happening to them. Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are what? Spirit and they are what? Life. When you are just, when you are thinking, you know that the Holy Spirit is using your mind as a channel. That's why you have to have sifters. You have to have what? You have to have a sieve in your head. Sieve in your ears. We call them filters. Filter what you allow in so that you can filter the power you dispense. If you allow a lot of garbage, you need to choke the power. And the supernatural person will look like a natural person. Look at Samson. Hanging around things that poisoned him. He could not dispense the power again. And in his mind, he will rise up like in all other times. But some things had contaminated him. Tell somebody you are supernatural. I can't hear you, please. You just mean business tonight. Ask them, sister, brother, do you know you are supernatural? Tell them, it's about time you recognize that. It's powerful. You need, you need that recognition. I'm on the road. I am adhering to the traffic rules. I am doing whatever I have to do, but I'm not dying on this road. Why? Because I'm supernatural. That's raw faith. Because when you're on the road, it, it, your safety is not just based on your meticulous driving. Your safety is also a function of other uses of the road. So your supernaturalness is what would draw a boundary or activate Activate that boundary which God said concerning Job. Uh, even Satan said, have you not put a hedge of protection around you? There is a hedge of protection around you. And it is your mental and spiritual recognition of your supernatural nature that will activate that hedge of protection. That even though something has broken into my, my security level, look, I'm supernatural, I reactivate the alarm. Are you following now? It's powerful. 
Walk with that mentality. Some of the people, when they invite me to maybe their business, their office, I say, when I, I, I just come here, I just go there, I step there, I say, I'm going. They say, Pastor, you didn't pray. I said, I don't need to pray. He told Abraham, wherever your feet your foot pair. I said, I'm supernatural. All the entities here, mere fact that I stepped here, they are running helter-skelter. It's no prayer matter. What is the prayer? Is he speaking words? When an elephant is coming, it doesn't need to be blowing the horn. When it takes a step, kudum. You now, you hear kukurudu. You see that all the antelopes that will be asleep will now say, Is she? Somebody say, tell, tell somebody you are supernatural. So recognize that. <laughs> we don't, normally we don't recognize it. That's why we easily get defeated. We easily get deflated. Because you have abandoned your supernatural nature. So he said, by faith they went through the Red Sea as by a dry land. Just went through. And as they were going, the sea was opening. That means that something was opening the sea ahead of them. And that something was with them. God had already promised them that by day I will go with you in a certain way. And by night I will also what? Go with you in a Is somebody here at all? And even though they couldn't see all the time what God was doing around them, God was busily working around them. It was up to them to recognize that we are not alone. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I am with you. Stand still and you will see my show. You need to stand still. Believe, trust, have confident faith in God and you will see him working. That's, that standstill is as you are standing be expecting that something is happening. You have a shop. People are not coming believing that you are supernatural. Believe. Angels will market things for you. As you are putting all the marketing stuff on ground, know that you are super. Nobody can suppress you in that area. It's not possible. It's not possible. In your family, witches cannot suppress you. Are you following here? Say, I'm supernatural. I can't hear you. Say, I am supernatural. Tell the mountain I overcame. Someone to say, you came late or something like that. Say to the problem, what? You came too late. Too late. Someone say, too late. I'm not here. You need to come alive. Tell somebody the problem came too late because I'm supernatural. Should have come when you were human, when you were normal, when you were natural, when you didn't know what you were about. But now that you know what you are about in Christ, the problem has come, but it has come too late because you have this thing called faith that can handle any problem here on earth. It's powerful. My story is written. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
Saluku Malaka. Sibrali Kapaya. I'm feeling it already. When I'm moving, things are moving with me. That's my recognition. When I'm moving, powers of heaven, they are in my company. Masula Kapaya. Anointing is moving with me. I don't need to be jacking. The thing is already there. It's working. You see, the mystery is that you need to take a special skilled test to even know that your blood is flowing. Do you understand? How do you know your blood is flowing? As you are walking, the blood is flowing. It's flowing. Doctors have been trained specially. That's why you and I, we are not doctors. So all we do is we don't know, but the thing is flowing. Are you following now? A doctor can just hold somebody here and see that. Depend on who. Me, when I hold, whether you are alive or you are dead, or somebody can be dead. I say, when I went there, the person had collapsed. No, no, the person died long time. That's why, even in the hospital, it is not nurses that certify that people are dead, it is doctors. Because it takes special training to know that blood has stopped flowing. That blood flows. Even when you don't know it's flowing, it's already flowing. I'm saying that when you are supernatural, it, it, it takes a certain level of spiritual scanning to know that angels are around you. It's, it, it is a high level of spiritual scanning. Like the servant of Elisha, one day he went to fetch water and when he was coming, he told, Master, we have been surrounded. We are in trouble. Then the master said to him, now, put the water down. Don't spoil this. Don't waste this water. Put the bucket down. You are not seeing what I am seeing. God opened. And the guy was very hysterical. What are we going to do? The master just prays, God, just open this foolish boy's eye oh, that he will see what I'm seeing. If he sees what I'm seeing, he will not say what he's saying. When, when now God just opened his eyes small, he now said, Shazo, 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 Shazo. <laughs> Come now. Hey, angels of fire everywhere. That's why Elisha was. Elisha was resting in the moment of battle. It was only the enemy fighting, not Elisha. Why? Because he knew that something supernatural had surrounded him. Stronger than whatever was coming against him. Are you here? You are not just a sister, you are not just a brother. You are supernatural. Say it, say it out of your mouth. Say, I'm supernatural. Masula Parasa. You know, some people know they are gossips. So it is not bad to know that I'm supernatural. Because even gossips, they know they are what? Gossips. What stops you from knowing that you are supernatural? Which is more powerful. Yes. 
There is a place when you walk with God where you know who you are and what is with you. That nothing is able to convince you. You know that I'm not ordinary. You see, the thinking of ordinariness is one of the reasons why children of God have been defeated in the midst of supernatural abundance of power. Too much power available. But as we are shaking people, we are even afraid of occulting power than what we have. What we are bringing on the table is stronger than whatever is in them. But we are so afraid because we have not discovered who we are and what we have. Brothers and sisters, when you carry this raw faith to market, Red Sea will just give way. Look, these people who are coming, they are not normal. They are serious. Leave the way. Clear the way. Make the place dry. Let them pass. From today, I'm declaring in Jesus' name that as you activate your raw faith, everything that must give way to you will give way to you in Jesus' name. Very powerful. And sit down. Let me say something. He's saying that when you recognize that you have this raw faith, the worldly people must not become your standard. He said that these people walk, watch this all. They walk through the Red Sea and the Egyptians are saying to do so were drowned. Why? Natures were different. The nature of the Israelite was different from the nature, the content, the design of the Egyptians. So, as the Resi respected the Israelite, it had no regard for the Egyptians. It is an abomination. It's even a travesty for you to make unbelievers your standard of operation because you are supposed to be the standard that what the Israelites did freely the Egyptians tried to do and they were all destroyed they were drowned now it's a big problem now when you are looking at capabilities of unbelievers to measure your own ability. Do you know why it's a problem? Because what is supposed to drown them is not supposed to drown you. So when you make them your standard, you have already drowned yourself by not activating what you have. You are underutilizing your potentials, your powers, your ability. Are you following here at all? If an unbeliever is operating their mental strength here, your own should be here. Because whatever drowns them, you, the Holy Spirit, must be speaking, drumming it in your head. Are you following here at all? So you see that what drowns people must not drown you. People do some things, they fail. When you go in there, you are not going to fail. Somebody say, I'm not failing. 
I can't hear you. Tell somebody, somebody, I'm not failing. I have raw faith. So I cannot fail. They were drowned. Israelite passed through the water, started singing praises. Egyptians were busily dying in the water. We are not the same, brothers. We are not of the same content. Our qualities are not the same. What kills them must not kill us. So when you hear that something that happened to them has come near you, or maybe has even happened to you, you must know that they got drowned, but you got over. Are you following at all? I mean, as we are here on this earth, eating the same tomato and, and whatever we eat with all these chemicals, some things might pass through sometimes once a while. That passes through them. But never let it cross your mind that I'm dying like the way that neighbor died. I'm not, are you following here at all? I'm not dying. You have something in your workplace and they suck and fire people. Your own, your story shall be different. Your, are you here? I say your story shall be different. You will live long. <laughs> you are having dreams. Unbelievers have that dream. It shuts them down. But you are panic loser. It's not every dream that will be diligent at. We, we don't have that thing in us to be very diligent and deal with every dream. Even if we'll be dealing with it. How do we even know you have dealt with it comprehensively? You, you can never know. <laughs> you can only hand it over to God. True of us. So when you have dream, don't spoil your day. Don't spoil your future and catch a virus forever. That, uh, you, I'm always at the back of my mind. I had this dream that I had an accident. This one that I'm not on the road. Where is the accident coming from? Where is it coming from? Where is it coming from? No, no way. No way. Unbelievers, when they have that dream, they will know, by the time they know, brah, by you, I will cause my angels to keep charge. Over you, Malasi Kalapahasa, Ikorosa Pradi Kalasa. Tell somebody I'm not normal on the road. I can't hear you. Tell somebody I'm not normal. I'm not normal. I'm not normal here. Something supernatural is about my life. Very important. Some unbelievers trying to recover from a marital breakdown. They break down the mall. But you. But you. But you. After two children with two different men. God's plan for your life is still superior to the Egyptian. Are you following here? When you have the mind of the people of the world, you shut down your opportunities. Born one has become a negative mark for unbelievers. If it happened to you when you were in the world, once you cross the line into light, that's even an advantage. Is what? Is what? Anything you were in the world that happened to you once you cross the line into Christ is an advantage. Is what? It's an advantage. Rahab was a prostitute in Jericho. Once he accepted the spies, 
and they are God and cross the line, they never called her a prostitute again. They called her the woman. It became an advantage. The same place, oh, he tied a scarlet rope standing for redemption in the same place where he was a prostitute. He entered into the genealogy of Jesus because he entered into light. With a prostitution, when you cross the line in Christ, she was an advantage. Say, I'm an advantage. I can't hear you. Say, I'm an advantage. Say, there is no bad luck on me. There is no misfortune on me. There is no negativity to my life. Say, whatever is going on in my life now, is just for a season. I'm still crossing the Red Sea, and I will never be drowned in the sea. Because I have Jehovah on my side. And my faith is alive. He said it's finished. Oh, powerful. He said it's finished. He said it's finished. The Egyptians tried to do what the children of God did and they were drowned. They were drowned. They were drowned. We are not of the same content and quality. Our make is different. Are you following here at all? A believer can mistakenly have a mental breakdown. But you are not staying in the psychiatric hospital. Because there is a spirit in a man. The breath of the almighty. That can jack back your mind and say, Hey mind, come alive again. Raw faith. Don't, don't accept that sickness in your body. That, that's the end of the matter. You are not doing sickness management. You are doing faith cure. Are you here at all? Parasula Panaya. Your matter has not ended until God has ended. Raw faith. Raw. When they bring you the end of any matter, for the child of God is the beginning of the matter. Is what? It's the beginning of the matter. I'm feeling it. When you begin to think ordinariness, it makes you sorrowful. Sometimes you become despondent. You, like, you become disappointed. Sometimes you feel hopeless. Sometimes you feel the, the, the doom and the gloom of the moment. You become depressed, stressed, oppressed. Why am I like this? You are like that because you have to recognize who you are. Because an eagle can be crawling with chicken and yet it has flying abilities. But it has not recognized that even though there are similarities between that eagle and the chicken on ground, there is a way that the beak, this one, my own is longer. My, my how do you call it? Claws. They are, and my feathers, I have abilities. Many things resemble us. But we are still different. Jesus said, though you are in this world, you are not of this world. You people, you are here as salt. You people, you are here as light. I'm telling you, whatever cancer has said in your family, you, that red sea of cancer, you walk through ah, like dry ground. 
is killing the Egyptians, but it's not killing you. That's my faith. That's my raw faith. It is that faith you use to fight. Fight the good fight of what? Faith. Come on now. Are you here? Fight the good fight of what? Talk to me now. Fight the good fight of what? It's not over. This is the beginning of good things in your life. God is clearing all the rubbish out of your life. The rubble out of your life. Panasa. And sometimes God will allow people to give up on you. Situation to batter you here and there. Just to test whether you know who you are. And what you are made of. I am made of God. I am made of God quality. Not even gold standard. God standard. And whatever will not defeat God will not defeat me here. Temporarily can be misbehaving around, but in the end, Paul said, I am more than a conqueror. Your mindset determines your life set. If this is the mind you have, it calls for its own solution. As a man thinketh, so is he. For some of us, the pattern in our home is very bad. Pattern among your peers, very bad. In your generation, very bad. But you have to know that I'm supernatural. I am what? Supernatural. I'm supernatural. That is the position of my father. I'm supernatural. Melika Posha Tila Brakista. I'm supernatural. I'm supernatural. I'm, I'm just going, I'm going to tell you. I believe I had a terrible childhood. Even when, I mean, um, junior secondary school, secondary school, still terrible. Even that one was even more visible to me than when possibly I was not too conscious about life. But when I became born again, I refuse to be an emotional slave. Like most people are. I didn't see my father. I didn't see my mother. Why is mommy and daddy not living together? They are legitimate questions. But knowing Christ, maybe where I lived, I saw too many children giving birth to by fisher folks. And where mother and father were alive, but it was like the children were catering for themselves. So whether mother was alive or father was alive or dead, it didn't make any difference. So when I went into church, I had no pity for myself. I was wearing shoes that the soles of my feet eh, were touching the ground, even though my legs were inside shoes. It's a way you walk that people don't see the bottom of the shoe to see the hole there. And the, when you are climbing stairs, you climb forward. You don't, like, you don't climb like ordinary people climb stairs. But I refuse to cry. I refuse to because I, somewhere, somehow, my confidence in Christ told me that I'm not normal. I'm not ordinary. 
many people have asked me, so how do you know you were called? I mean, I didn't hear a whistle. They didn't blow a trumpet. I, didn't, I know one of those pastors who can come and give you a vivid vision of a burning bush. That I, I saw a burning bush and it, it caught my attention. And I go in 12:53. God started talking to me. And the first word he said is, My son, friend. No, I, don't, I don't have any spectacular call like that. But, but, I'm not ordinary. Oh, in a thousand years, you will still know that Francis Aubin is not ordinary. If you have a spectacular call, wonderful. But some of the apostles, they met Jesus because when their brother was going, they also followed. Are you following now? And they were also disciples. You know, be so. You are looking for something spectacular. Okay, because I'm not working, no. It's like my prayers are not being answered. How do you cancel that transaction like that? Because the business has not just canceled that transaction. Transaction that is waiting to activate. You know, it's okay. It's like my prayers are not going. No. How? 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 Where I grew up from. A little child, though, because they used to curse people. Fisher folks. When you are, by the time you are five, you know how to curse. It's like you say things and you know how to use alcohol and eggs and call things. So I saw that in that nurturing, children could say things and it will happen as well as adults say things and they also came to pass. So saying things there, it did not respect age. Do you understand? So when I was growing in the Lord, even that had informed my faith that it did not matter how long somebody has stayed in the church oh, if I know Christ. Same way children will be cursing people when it will be happening. Adults will be cursing people when it will be happening. If I'm praying, whether the priest is praying, you know, and I'm not a priest yet, oh, oh more. Adult curses, it happens. Kiddi curses, it happens. Pastor prays, it happens. Me to church member, we just became born again. The same Jesus, in the name of Jesus, when I pray, it will happen. Straight away, I knew that I'm not ordinary. It's like, it's, it's, it's like okay. do they do any special program for Mary Madeline out of whom demons were cast? Was there any special program for her to, to join the, the, the clique of Jesus? Say, so, you know, there were so, much, so many demons in you, so you know, we need special attention for you before you join the clique. No, 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 no. Right from there now. Deliverance is deliverance. Salvation is salvation. Same measure. Praise the Lord. I'm not ordinary. 
things have not gone the way you expected them to go. But I'm telling you, don't cancel the transaction. Don't what? Cancel the transaction. The thing is buffering. Is what? Sometimes when you are downloading a video, it will just be turning round, round, round. It will be buffering. The internet will be picking different levels. Different levels. When it picks to an appreciable level, you see that now the download. But some people don't have patience. When that thing is buffering, maybe it can be very frustrating. By the time you know, oh yeah, leave me this, this MTM people. <laughs> this Vodafone people. You don't have the patience to go through the buffering period. Then you lose it. And sometimes when you go off, by the time you come, the thing has downloaded and it's sitting there waiting for you. KB says something can't you say? At the end of who be so who has so when you Catch you be say, Amen, pray on what? Pray on me, hi. Un Christo ni biyo nama un say abrabu abrabu ekun. Say, why am I like this? You are not ordinary. It is you thinking like an Egyptian. That's why you are drowning. You are thinking like an Egyptian. That's why you are what? Drowning. You'll be singing inside this finish. Oh, where's your mic? Are you asleep? Beautiful. You understand? Don't make yourself like this world is waiting for your disgrace and collapse. No, this world is waiting for your testimony. It's waiting for your what? Testimony. Some of us, we have like too many pastors around us. So when you are going, it's like without pastors surrounding you, it's like your life will never be. Wow. You must be a special case. That the man out of whom the legion of demons were cast. When he wanted to follow Jesus, Jesus said, Abba, Abba, when you are being delivered, go and do your work. Go and do, don't come and hang around pastors. People just like hanging around. It's like, let me hang around pastors and let me let pastors hang around me. You feel like that one is security? That one. All you need is your shepherd. Apart from that, God with you, Go now. The legions are out of you. The rest, go and win at Decapolis. When I walk on the way up, I see a midnight prayer. I say, Now, I am a susu on the yam. What's so so that I have bompire? When Nina would do, eh, many. Yen a new yen a young one as a bompire. Bompire, and when I would do, shank of women sit a wood to the way I saw that thing, you know, it's like it's very, 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 you know, we really, we have to, you know, it's like, and to also, you see that when one pastor tells you that when you pick your phone now, you call another pastor. 
is that you have plenty pastors. That's why, that's one of the reasons why you will lose your supernatural mentality and supernatural aura. Because you, you never give yourself the opportunity to exercise yourself in your faith. Are you here now? If you have a terrible dream or you hear about it, you just call your shepherd, fine. After praying, you know, call your shepherd. Says, tell the devil, me, I'm not dying for you. I'm not what? You need to have cockiness and cheekiness in the spirit. Are you following now? Are you sure you are here? Keep yourselves. Are you alive? Are you here? told the lawyer, you want to take my land? You have to go and build your house beyond the sea. So the matter died. Matter died. I don't care which lodge you belong to. I belong to Christ. I am lodged more than you. You lie bad. Can you imagine the power from the stones? Don't let anybody be killing. They want to kill your father want to kill you. Go for pit. Me and my father are the same. After my father drinking alcohol uh, and me praying in tongues, uh, and then me and my father are the same. Abba. But what kind of correlation is that? Say, I'm a child of God. Come on now, come on now. Say, I'm a child of God. I'll continue this message. You. Say, I'm a child of God. Say, I have faith. And say, nothing is terminating me before my time. Now, say, my life is already working. I can't hear you. Say, my life, my life is already working. You have been listening to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Madina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.kpshousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 0244-177-831 or 0204-916-168 or 0277-532-360. Join us on Sundays at 7 a.m. for the first service. 9.30 a.m. for the second service and 11.30 a.m. for the third service. On Wednesdays at 6 p.m. for our midweek and communion service. And on Saturdays at 6.30 a.m. for our morning flavor prayer services. Experiencing Jesus, Bethany Ministries.